Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everyone, welcome to the Uncensored Match Builder podcast. Here for you on Acast and the RedmenTV.com. Hello everyone, it's the Uncensored Match Build-Up Show. We're here to talk about Liverpool versus Hoffenheim, the second leg of the playoff round with the Champions League group stage looming, so no pressure. Uh, I'm joined <laughs> by Chris Page, by Emma Sanders and by Ross Chandley as well. Let's get stuck into it, Chris. As mentioned, 90 minutes from the Champions League. Paul, <laughs> you for real, lad? I'm, I was not nervous because we've just done the final word show. Turn around... 90 minutes from the Champions League. I've got a sweat on. Mm. I've got an actual sweat on. Yeah. It's good job these are good quality t-shirts. And they're not <laughs> quality, 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 you know what I mean? It's very good. <laughs> I mean, I've talked about it before. They're not ethically made yet, but they do stay, the money stays in for Zachary in Liverpool, so that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. So you need to support that stuff. But 90 minutes from the Champions League. And the thing is, Hoffenheim are a better side than I thought as well. Mm. You know, I'd seen a little bit of them last season. I, I love watching the uh, the Bundesliga highlights show on BT Sport at the weekend and stuff. But not seeing them for ninety minutes and seeing the way that they pressed and the way that they played against us, it makes me realise how just how good a performance that was last week against yeah. them. You know. Um, they were a very, very good side. They dominated us possession-wise. They were unlucky not to get a draw out of the game, but ultimately we, we gamed them. Uh, and as such, I think we're going to have to do the same because there's Champions League football at the end of this. Yeah, I think in, in some in some regards, I mean, it, it could well play into our hands. I think there's I think there's a certain area of revenge. Their their, their manager was a bit annoyed with how Jürgen described the performance. Yeah. I think he'll have a point to prove. And I think again that. We saw toward the back end of the Crystal Palace game, and it'll be a completely different test to Crystal Palace, of course. But what we've what that this Liverpool side could offer on the counter attack, we haven't really seen it in full effect yet. But I think when that clicks for us, we could be a, a devastating unit. I think we'll be absolutely frightening. You know, if if we can put that into place against Hoffenheim, then then that'll be fantastic. Um, and I do think that they're the, they're the kind of team that. Will go all out, whether they're home or away. Don't think they'll hold back. Like you say, they've got nothing to lose. Um, they'll be going out to get revenge, and I do think that'll play into our hands. Um, we'll look to get them on the counter. We'll look to hit them with pace. And yeah, I'm really excited. First and foremost, Champions League football back at Anfield. Yep. they're the best nights. I can't wait. Um, I'll be in the new main stand, so I can't wait. Looking forward to it. And this is this is the thing, Ross. Is uh, we mentioned this the other week. Having a game of football that genuinely matters. Now, Sky and BT are trying to make out like every league game matters, and they don't. Like, you know, <laughs> these early games mean absolutely frig all. But for this, look, it is. It's as simple. It's as simple as this. You know, Liverpool are in the driving seat in, in this tie. 
we get we if we beat them, it's nailed on. If it goes down to the wire a little bit more, things still in still, things still in our favour. But this is the point. This is what being a football fan, this is what being a Liverpool fan is all about. I think we've forgotten it to some extent. But exactly what I was saying there. This is exciting, and what a, what a wonderful problem to have of being a bit stressed and a bit nervous about a game of football two weeks into the season. Yeah, it's the game that everyone gets up for, isn't it? And it's all last season. All everyone wanted was Champions League football, and now we're in that position to get it. People are panicking, thinking we've got two games a week. But that's, that's the position you want to be in. You yeah. want to go to those, those night games where the atmosphere's cracking, and you know we've got that advantage of they need to score, so they have to come out and play. Mm-hmm. Which, like I said, go our advantage of counter-attacking football. So I think it's just going to be a cracking game. Whatever happens, but they're going to. Well, they need two goals first and foremost, don't they? I think that's what you've got to remember. I think you know if they were just needing one, they might come and 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 look to get a foothold in the game first and foremost. But because they do need two goals because of our away goals, they're going to have to come out of the blocks quickly. Um, you might see. Look, heaven forbid, if they score an early goal, they might keep it simple for a, a portion of the game and then maybe push on towards the end and stuff. But they're going to need to score early, and and the longer we can keep them out, it just it bodes well for us. You know, the crowd will get more involved. We'll under understand the, the situation of the tie and stuff yeah. and you know the, there needs to be a synergy between the fans and the, and the team on the pitch at Wednesday on Wednesday at Anfield uh, and I think there will be there always is and yeah. ultimately look we've, we've come off the back of a good home win already I think we should we will be going for the win ourselves anyway because I think Jürgen Klopp won't like what Whatever it is, I'll just say it, Nang- Nangles, I'll just say his name. Exactly that, that's exactly how he said it. Nangles, his name is exactly how he said it. Klopp won't have liked the way that he spoke about it after the game and I think there'll be a little bit of, listen lads, I'm Jürgen Klopp, get my foot <laughs> on your throat type of a thing yeah. and make sure that you beat them properly in the second game so that you can't fucking moan about anything. Like. Yeah, exactly. The thing is, with, with Liverpool you know that the team we have, I'm confident every game that we are going to score, that I, I genuinely believe yeah. we're going to score a goal in most games, if not all games. And it's I, I feel with a little bit, you know, we're going to concede as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is it. I mean, it, I think it's just a case of how many we concede against how many we, we score. And yeah. I, I think, like you say, we've already got two goals in the bag. So I, for me, I think, I think yeah, even, even if we concede one, I, I, I think we'll, we'll at least score one. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's on us here. A goal... Almost, it doesn't put it beyond all doubt, but it leaves them needing th- needing three effectively, yeah. doesn't it? You know, and I, I think that's a, a, a strong a strong position. Yeah, they're not Watford, are they? Like? No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, I mean, it's interesting that uh, that they kind of got through. They kind of got through their game at the weekend. It's kind of similar to us to beat Werder Bremen one nil um, at home. Uh, Kramaric scoring the world's most deflected goal <laughs> you've ever seen. He literally going for the far top corner, and it goes in the other top in the other top corner. After the, it's amazing. It's uh, a great, great goal. It is a, it's a top, a top quality goal. Um, and what's interesting, Chris, is um, Nabri and Kramaric were both on the bench. And Wagner was completely rested as well, so they've had the op- a similar opportunity to us to get a, get some get some fresh legs or whatever. And again, we've rested players, which is a little bit unlike us to some, to, to some extent. Um, so there's no, I think, I don't think there's any excuses on either side here, mm-hmm. but to go flat out for the win. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I expect Salah to come straight back into the size. I think you know after being rested at the weekend and stuff, and you know, uh, the worry for me is around those centre midfield positions again, where we we do seem to be unable to rest players at the moment but if there's an onus on the full backs getting forward 
know, we rested both of our fullbacks. You could argue at the weekend, and and as such, we'll have two fresh pairs of legs to bring back into the fold. And you know, our free kick take will be back on the field, hopefully on Wednesday. <laughs> night, uh, looking for another Champions League goal, and then I think he'll have equaled Everton's Champions League goals ever. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I'm right in saying, which would be lovely to tend to get that done in two <laughs> games as well, wouldn't it? Another little box ticked, as it were. I'm sure he'll want to do that as well, <laughs> yeah. to be honest with you, Emma. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a very a very interesting game. And one thing that is also very, very interesting is Chris's choice of attire for the show today. Yeah, well, uh, jeans, standard. If you, if you want a piece of merchandise that is really, you know, something that won't be funny in about a month's time, but is absolutely nailed on <laughs> funny right now. Um, it's unique. We've got, we've got it in tent form. And also, in t <laughs> but yeah, uh, Payjack needs t-shirts available on the Redman TV. Merch Feels wrong wearing a t-shirt that says Payjack nudes. That something that you really hate as well. <laughs> yeah, it's mad, isn't it? <laughs> so yeah, if you want, uh, if you want a Payjack nudes t-shirt, by all means you can do. Uh, AFC Liverpool shirts available on the shop yeah, as are. well now as well. They're so, wicked, like yeah, genuinely amazing. In fact, do us a favour, chuck us that shirt right there. Thank you, Isaac. So, yeah, so uh, many, some of you will know, some of you won't. We've sponsored AFC Liverpool for this season. It is probably the second. Unfortunately, it's the second nicest Liverpool home shirt this season because <laughs> the official Liverpool one is genuinely amazing. But in any other season, I think that's better than most home shirts Liverpool have properly have had. But, yeah, that's available. There's the away shirt as well, uh, which is which which has gone to be fetched by Sean, which means I'll just have to talk for a few more seconds while he throws it in. Fantastic. Gone a bit high, but that's okay. Um, and there you go, there's the that's away shirt. It's beautiful. Which that, is the, nice. absolutely the best Liverpool away kit of the season, by the way. So they're available on the Red Men TV merch site. There's a clickable link in the annotation at the end of the video. Uh, otherwise, it's the Red Men TV dot Big Cartel. No, the Red Men TV shop dot Big Cartel dot com. Brilliant. But there's also a card in the corner of the <laughs> screen now, isn't there, Sai? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Almost certainly there will be a card to click the eye in the corner of the screen if you want some Redmen TV merch or AFC Liverpool merch as well. Support your local team aside from the, you know, the other one. Uh, okay, so it's time of the show where we ask the people here other than Chris to predict what the start 11 is going to be. If you want Chris's start 11 prediction, you can watch that on the YouTube channel and that will be tremendous. So let's have a little bit. In fact, from behind the scenes, can we have a, can we have a whoa? Ooh. Pathetic! <laughs> Fucking rubbish, I'll have to work on this. Um, Moreno oh. left back. Oh, oh. good shot. Oh, no. So let's quickly go through it then. Uh, Ross once again has failed to spell Mignolet right. right. That's why he says it wrong in front of That's fine. Yeah, Ming the Merciless in yeah. So you've gone for a lowercase Mignolet. <laughs> yeah. You've gone for <laughs> a tier. Pen with a fat end. Matip, Lovren, Moreno back four. Yeah. Henderson, Chan, Genie midfield. Salah, Bobby, Mane up front. Uh, Emma's gone for. Exactly. No, 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 she's inverted the, she's inverted the midfield for a start. So you've gone for yeah. the three three of the same back four, but Robertson at left back. Yeah. And Henderson Milner anchoring with Chan in some sort of mad free roll ten thing. Yeah, I mean I'd I've been unimpressed with Jeannie so far. Mm -hmm. um, I think he's looked really flat and he's lacked creativity, so I wanted to bring Emery Chan in. Yeah. Because I think he can he can drive from midfield and you know you don't really know what you're going to get with Emre. Some games he's fantastic, some games he's invisible. Yeah. Hopefully he turns up and he's going to be fantastic. I, I completely agree. I think Emre Chan 100% has to come. I've got him anchoring the midfield because I think Henderson could do with coming out. But there was an interesting case made around the room prior to, prior to filming, Chris, that 
Henderson probably actually needs games to get himself up to speed. But that being said, Emery Chan, he got rested at the weekend. It's more a case of who he's coming in for than anything else. Yeah, and I think yeah. you look when Henderson left the field in the first leg, I think it was after about 60, 65 minutes, wasn't it? Emery then goes into that six, Milner comes in on the left-hand side. And you could argue that that's the best of midfield looked all season so far, even even including the Palace game. I think, you know, Milner settled that midfield performance for me. Chan looked much better in the six. And I'm totally comfortable with Chan in the six. I think that's his best position. Yeah. I think it's Jordan Henderson's best position. If you want a good midfield performance, play your fellas in their best positions. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's going to mean that players are going to have to sit out some games. Sounds. As yeah. long as everybody else is performing well, it doesn't really yeah. matter to me. Yeah. And, and as I say, Emery, Emery's proved over that Europa League run at the back end of two seasons ago, and he proved at the end of last season that he can he can play in that position, he can play well in that position. And I think, again, he's got a, he'll always have a point to prove in the, uh, the on this stage, and particularly against a, a German team as well. He won't want to be second best because inevitably... Yeah. The, the he's getting watched regardless, yeah. but I'm sure people back home, are, you know, we're more likely to watch this in regards to the national team. Yeah. It'll be important for Emery to to perform. Yeah, especially in a World Cup year. Yeah. So um, yeah, he'll be in the he'll be in the headlines um, in Germany for that. Definitely. So yeah, uh, so people watching, they'll be interested in your thoughts. If Emery Chan's likely to come into the midfield three, who is it that's going to miss out out of Milner Henderson or or Gini Wijnaldum? I agree. I, I think there's a good case on the Wijnaldum stuff because I agree. I don't think he's put in a really good performance yet this season. But then again, how do you and then equally how how do you take the captain out if it's going to be Henderson? So some some headaches potentially for Klopp there. But good ones, nevertheless. The left back situation. I mean, you've gone for Robertson, and yeah. I think I think you will curry far more favour in the comments for having done so because yeah. <laughs> look, he had a great game at the weekend, and no one likes Moreno by all by all accounts. Even though I don't think he's been that bad uh, so far this season. Um, is it just as simple as he just gets to keep his place? Then you think? You know, for me. I struggle with Moreno at left back. I get so nervous. Not as much as Dejan um, Lovren. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think both. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I get so nervous when he's on the pitch that in a in a game like this, after Robertson's performance, I just think just let him carry on where mm. where he left off. Um, I'm, I'm, see how he gets on. I'm kind of the opinion, Ross, with the Moreno stuff is that. Again, I think he's been okay. I can, we all know his weaknesses. We all know what he is. I think at this point, I kind of accept what he can't do, and I, and I like and I accept what he what he can do. I don't know that Robertson's at a good start. Whether it's just about him easing him back into the team or whatever, you know. So I wouldn't be shocked to see either of them play left back. Yeah. Is kind of what I'm driving. At. Yeah, it's kind of a fifty-fifty. It's one of the two, isn't it? But the only reason I left him out was because he played at the weekend, and then he thought give him a rest. Moreno obviously had a rest, and it's you know it's an important game. You need people at the, yeah. the physical peak yeah. to get through. Uh, as much as I don't like Moreno, um, he's got a, he has got his faults. But I mean, he's just as he can play whoever's fresh. At the start of the game, and if things pan out, the game pans out. There were a couple of goals up, then maybe rest and, people from and there. It's worth pointing out, Chris, that how Jurgen Klopp feels about these players is often very different to how we feel about them personally. And you know, for whatever we, whatever our criticisms of Moreno are, Klopp said in post-match when he was talking about Robertson, he said Moreno had the perfect pre-season. You know, the, the performances he put in. James Miller, who was you know in the top three or four left backs in the country last season has been moved back out of that position because he clearly he clearly has enough trust in Moreno that again as a result 
we might be a little bit nervy by it, but I don't think Klopp's got shares those nerves. Maybe not. I think there are you know other things to take into consideration. I, I still wonder whether Moreno would um, Milner sorry would be considered a left back if we hadn't got Lalana out and Coutinho yeah. out at the moment. I think you know I'd personally prefer to see him in this game at left back if those midfielders were available because I think defensively he is better than both of those fellas, Robertson and Moreno. Um, but you know. You've got to you've got to you've got to roll with the punches, haven't you? And right now, Milner looks to be a really good link for us in midfield. The only one that we didn't mention, I think, was you. You'd had Clavin, am I right in saying there? Oh yeah, sorry. To yeah, keep I his place, and, and both of you to have brought Lovren back in. I think that's a really interesting shout with the Clavin stuff because you know he did play well. Where we does does a centre back ever really need resting? Did he rest Lovren at no, the weekend? You know what I mean? Or was it yeah. a bit of a punishment for being a bit bit shit and not being able to deal well, with Ben Teke yeah. over the last few years because yeah, Clavin. Yeah. Ultimately, I think Lovren's main strength is his heading. So you would think naturally that against Benteke, Lovren would be the guy to go in, mm. but he trusted Clavin. Mm. You know, we're going to see Wagner probably come back into the game for Hoffenheim, big, tall fella. We saw how Clavin and Matip dealt with Benteke. I wonder if that's a centre back partnership that is going to keep going forwards. Yeah, it's interesting an interesting question. one because I've, out of preference, I'd play Clavin, um, but I put Lovren in because simply for the fact. Like what he did with Mourinho, because yeah. uh, he was rested. Well, maybe, rested. Um, yeah. You don't know. I could just be one of those things. We've talked about it. You talked about it on the final word about how oh, he was MSC. Like we're getting players, we're, we're getting players up to speed again. It's not mm. like we don't want. We're maybe not looking. We're looking to reduce the impact of a situation where we have to chuck a load of players in without footy. Yeah. Or maybe it is that Lovren just can't do. You know, we, he's he has he's had a, he's been plagued by little problems, hasn't mm, he? Yeah, and maybe yeah. it's just yeah. that thing of he's just gone now. Oh, I'll pull you out, and he'll, but, maybe but, it's taking out the firing line as well. I mean, mm. like you say, Moreno and Lovren have been really heavily criticised in the opening week of the season. So maybe he thought, I'll take him out of this game in a game where you'd expect to win against Palace. I know we've not had the best record, but you'd still put us as the favourites to win. Yeah. So maybe Klopp's thinking was, if I take him out the firing line, you know he can go into that Hoffenheim game with a bit more confidence. Yeah, he'll fire him up a bit as the, well. The other thing to consider as well is you've spent all pre-season getting everybody fit, right? You know you're going to need your entire squad this season. There's no point in not playing guys for four to six weeks and yeah. then losing that fitness that they've built up. Yeah. So maybe we are just going to see changes yeah. more and more because we know at some point during the season we're going to have to call on these guys and it, it would be stupid of us to then have to play them for four games before you're reaping the benefits of them before the back-to-match yeah, fitness. Exactly. So I wonder whether we are just going to see this all season it long. Wouldn't, again, as, as yeah. I said, I can see a strong case for, for both Moreno and Lovren coming straight back into the team. And equally, you know, to be honest, equally, as much as everyone's raved about Trent, it genuinely wouldn't shock me to see Gomez keep his place if we decided we were just going to be dead solid in this game and, and see it out. That would terrify me, <laughs> but it wouldn't, you know what I mean? I yeah, think yeah. The, and it's a, a good situation to be in. The good thing about it is that because you, you know, you're only ever as good as your last performance, and the good thing is is that the, the lads who we brought in at the weekend, every single one of them did enough for me to think, well, oh, fine, yeah, go ahead, play yeah. Clavan, play Robertson. If we had to play Gomez, play, play Gomez, and I wouldn't be like, what the hell are we? What the hell are we doing here? Um, we've not mentioned him at all um, because he, he, you know I think he's dead to a lot of Liverpool fans at the moment. But um, now that Barcelona's uh, ultimatum has passed, the transfer <laughs> that ultimate. has been rejected has been withdrawn. Um, Phil Coutinho, <laughs> any odds on his back injury mysteriously clear, clearing up all of a well, sudden? He's obviously got a very severe back injury, hasn't he? So. <laughs> Imagine if he genuinely has. Well, yeah, I've said that. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Phil, it's really bad. Um, Ross, I, I, it, would be, it would be very, very suspicious if he just came back in, but 
it's not outside the realms of possibility, you know. I mean, it, we could probably do with the window, but it, it probably won't happen till the window shuts if it's going to happen. And the international break, and then Coutinho just sheepishly appears <laughs> yeah, so. back on Tail the tail between his legs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think he's probably just be left out till the window closes. I think there's he's too much distraction, and I don't think it'd be good for the rest of the, the camp, as it were, to, to bring him back into the fold. When people have been playing, people probably deserve a place. Yeah. Um, but you don't know the full ins and outs of, has he been told not to play or has he refused to play? Yeah. You just don't know what to the, believe, the, do you? Just to borrow a line from um, Jermaine Genius and use it properly, there is an issue about cutting off your nose despite your face, though, because if you've got a footballer that good, you know, I, I wouldn't like to see us not play him just for the, just for the, because I was concerned about how people felt about it. If he's fit and available, we're a much better team with Phil Coutinho in it than without him. Oh, of course. Look, of course we are. Like, I mean, the, the, what Phil Coutinho are you getting? Now are you getting Phil Coutinho with his head in Barcelona? Because then, are you actually a better team mm. with him? You know, with him playing? Because he can ultimately, still pick out a pass from there. To of, course <laughs> <laughs> of course he can. Of course he can. I'd give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he probably could perform um, because of what we've seen from him over the last what is it four years or something now, maybe five years, but. You know, Klopp's repeatedly said this message from when he got into the football club is that he wants players who want to be here. And right now, Phil Coutinho doesn't want to be here. And maybe the easiest thing to say to everybody is that he's got a back injury because, you know, you're not having to feel questions as much as even if you'd said, no, we're just not playing him because he's not right for Liverpool right now and stuff. And, you know, right, yeah, Phil Coutinho, of course, is going to be a better player than Gini Wijnaldum, who's in poor form, or Henderson, who's in iffy form as well. But, what, what again? I go back to what Phil Coutinho are you getting, Paul? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I can't see him. I don't think he would come in. I don't think he's not trained one way or the other, has he? Yeah. It's just how it's. We'll we'll know, I guess, in in the next week or two whether it's a genuine back injury or whether it's a a transfer ploy. Given all the stuff Barcelona have thrown out, they've tried everything. They've literally tried every possible little, every trick in the book, haven't they? They've pulled out on these last couple of weeks. And I'd like to think it's dead and buried, but I think it was probably Ross on the Twitter the other day. So, yeah, it's over. So, I fully expect a bid to come in on Tuesday. Yeah. You know or, what, though? Barca haven't offered a happy meal with a tour like Club Ask. <laughs> so, maybe that's the next step. That was amazing. Yeah, you're an absolute, absolute belter. Like, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. So, yeah. Um, let's have some score predictions then, Ross. How do you think it's going to go down? 3 2. And a couple of heart attacks on the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's been awesome. I think I can see them scoring goals because they need to come out and do stuff. And like you said, we always concede a fucking goal no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. But with Mane, Salah, Firmino up front, which I think will happen, I think we'll... we'll... Okay, cool. Um, I think 2-1. I think it'll be a similar story to the to the first leg. I can see us um, having a 2-0 lead and you know letting in a consolation goal quite late on. But I'm, I'm fairly confident, to be honest. Good. Okay. I'm going to go with 1-0 again. I think Liverpool just maybe score early and kill them off and then just play keep ball for the rest of the game. Like That's what I'd like to see. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with... and it's, see, it's I, the, the, I'm going to go with the rarely seen draw in the Redmen TV predictions. No! I'm going for a one-all draw. Oh, ah, Paul, oh. how? They're going to go one-up and we're all going to get a bit windy about everything <laughs> and then we're probably just going to score. But it'll probably be like 75 minutes and then it'll lead to... 50 minutes of defending for our 50 minutes for defending for our lives and then we'll get through and we'll all be He's going to score a Milner from a penalty. 
<laughs> yeah, that perfect. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely that. Something that leaves all the people who are not thoroughly convinced, still not thoroughly convinced with everything. But ultimately, we'll get we'll get the job done. Uh, okay, let us know your what your thoughts are on what we've talked about in regards to who comes into the midfield, who comes into the back four, and your score predictions in the comments below. Um, as ever, do check out Redmen TV merchandise. That stuff's all amazing, and the website as well. If you want more in depth and detailed stuff, and if you want the now instant match reaction podcast, where we talk about the match in a bit more depth and detail, pretty much immediately after the game you can do the redmentv.com to £5 a month get involved if you don't want to don't do it um, thank you very much for watching the show thank you very much for subscribing to the YouTube channel if you're just into that shit uh, guys thank you very much for joining us it's been a pleasure post-match content we'll, we'll have from outside Anfield after the match see you there Okay, everyone, thanks very much for listening. If you want more Redmen podcasts, you can do. Go to the redmentv.com. Five exclusive podcasts a week covering everything you need to know about Liverpool Football Club. Just £5 a month, plus a whole ton of video content as well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.